This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. Ah, <laughs> the ongoing sagma of the enigma known as the screwball, the nut job, Kyrie Irving of the Brooklyn Nets. A pox on you, Brooklyn Nets. So let's catch up to Kyrie Irving. Remember, it was Eric Adams, a swagger man with no plan, who had just been elected mayor of New York City, said, man, we got to do something for my boy, Kyrie, man. We want the Nets to get into the NBA championship. So he cut out a special a special opportunity for Kyrie to play home games even though he refused to get vaccinated, even though he had been playing in the practice arena in Sunset Park in that big complex. Okay, so that was point number one. <laughs> even though cops, firefighters, Department of Sanitation workers, teachers, healthcare workers, they had to get vaccinated or they lost their jobs. That's strike number one. Strike number two, recently Kyrie Irving joined the Flat Earth Society. He linked to a site that believes that the Earth is flat. And you would say to yourself, ah, maybe he's just pulling our chain, chewing our shorts like Shaquille O'Neal, the Shaq did. He did exactly the same thing. He believes in the Flat Earth. Okay. Then all of a sudden, Kyrie Irving, with all of his uh, social networking followers, linked to a black Hebrew Israel site, Israelite site, that was promoting a movie that does exactly the same thing as these crazies do on the corners of Times Square and Penn Station and in other parts of urban America, where these black guys show up in medieval garb. You wouldn't even wear it for Halloween. And they start screaming invectives at white people passing by saying, you're the devils. And then they scream at anybody who's Jewish or identifies as Jewish and saying, you're fake Jews. We're the real Jews. Hebrew Israelites, you Ashkenazis, you Sephardics, you're fake Jews. And then they say that the Holocaust, that wasn't real. And they go on and on and on. It's the most anti-Semitic stuff you'd ever want to hear. So how is it that first Nick Cannon signed up on that crap with Professor Griff, although he did his mea copas, he did his apology tour with the rabbis, donated money to the Anti-Defamation League. And then we've seen Kyrie, excuse me, Kanye West, Yeezy Yee, we'll get into him later on. He signed up to that crap. And now Kyrie Irving. So the New Brooklyn Nets had a press conference earlier today. It lasted six minutes. Six minutes! They were announcing that Kyrie Irving was giving $500,000 of his money and that the Brooklyn Nets owner, you know, the uh, Chinese trillionaire, gazillionaire, whatever the hell he is, who's giving $500,000 to basically bribe the Anti-Defamation League to go away. Feeding into the stereotypes that the only reason that the Jews exist is to make money. So what does Kyrie Irving do in six minutes? He basically denies the Holocaust. He says, hey, I can't be anti-Semite because I am the real Jew. And then he says, Holocaust, you mean hollow bread? And he, oh, man, it just went out of control in six minutes. The Brooklyn Nets pulled the plug. I'd like to know who's in charge of PR for the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, this is umi 
Get rid of this guy. He's a cancer. You got rid of Coach Nash and not Irving. And then you want to bring in the coach from Boston, the perv, from the Celtics to replace him? Uh, I'm talking about Nash, not Kyrie Irving. <laughs> it seems he's irreplaceable. Right? Well, hey, Juice, don't be paying your shekels to go see the Brooklyn Nets at Barclays Center. Let the trillionaire Chinese owner feel the fiscal pain. Ah, <laughs> so here it is, hey, Kanye West. Oh, man. You know, you couldn't write a script like this. So now... Kanye West, right, a.k.a. Yeezy, a.k.a. Yee. Elon Musk returns to Twitter after he was suspended for posting the anti-Semitic stuff. Well, what, after three days? <laughs> He's back. So what did he do? He posts, yo, I'm in solidarity with Kyrie Irving of the Brooklyn Nets, who, as we just talked about, got himself into double trouble, double down on believing that black Hebrew Israelite nonsense that Kanye West believes in, that blacks are the only Jews, that Ashkenazis, Sephardic Jews are fake Jews, and that there's a, the Holocaust never existed. It's all fake. That's what these black Hebrew Israelites say on the corners of 42nd Street, Penn Station, and in urban areas all across America. And then, they call white people right devils. So first thing, he's back on Twitter. What does he do? I agree with Kyrie Irving. We already discussed what Kyrie Irving did to add insult to injury in a six-minute press conference at the Brooklyn Nets. Just pulled the plug on. I mean, these guys are screwballs. I mean, you think about it. And now we find out that Harvey Levin at TMZ, a Jew, you should impale yourself with a menorah. 2019, TMZ is interviewing Kanye West, Yeezy, Yee, about something. Obviously, they were all for touch, all happy. They got an exclusive interview with uh, Yee. And Yee voluntarily calls Hitler a great man and says he loves the Nazis and how much better our country would be if it was run like that. He says this in the interview. The Jewish guy who's doing the interview says, Kanye, you, you really believe that crap? You really want to say that, you know? Kanye says, well, it's the truth. Go ahead. Put it in my interview. Harvey Levin owns TMZ. He's a Jew. He cut it. He left it on the cutting floor. So we never heard that. That's back in 2018, 2019. Hey, Harvey Levin, impale yourself with a menorah, you self-hating Jew. Again, you feed into the stereotype that the reason you didn't include that was because obviously this makes money for TMZ to be interviewing Yee. And now it turns out that he was always saying this all along. That if you had a conversation with Yee, he would bring up, hey, what do you think of Hitler? What do you think of the Nazis? Just to sort of test the waters. And if you didn't confront them right there, he talked about his love of Hitler and love of the Nazis. Apparently with a lot of people, now it's all coming out. So it's not just recently he talking about this conspiracy of Jews to destroy him, Jewish doctors, Jewish accountants, Jewish money, all that nonsense. 
It's been a continuing pattern since 2018, 2019. Hey, so you tell me baby got back, Kim Kardashian, you didn't notice? He never mentioned this to you or the Kardashians. <laughs> you all covered up because you were making too much mad money. It's all about the money, right? It's all about the money. Not the fact that this guy's a schoolboy, a proven anti-Semite now over the years. That's 2018, 2019. That's like four years ago, five years ago. But it was all about keeping your money. And then all of a sudden, baby got back, Kim Kardashian divorces the guy, and it's like, she's punches fight. I don't know what you're talking about. I never heard that. Everybody else started, but not you, Kim. You had the urge to merge with him. You had how many kids with him? And you never heard him say anything about that. Oof. Uh, you're all a bunch of liars. It's all about the money, isn't it? And this guy, what is it? He claims... He's manic depressive. He's got bipolar disorder. He's not taking his meds. He's not getting mental health treatment. But this, this love of Hitler and the love of Nazis predates any of that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ah, Eric, Eric, you're like the Pee Wee Herman of politics. You're corrupt right down to the marrow of your bone. You're mobbed up. And so you just resigned today as buildings commissioner for the city of New York. You were appointed by Eric Adams to do that, even though you can't even screw in a light bulb. You know nothing about buildings. But let me go back in time. 2018 on this very radio station. WABC, I always broadcast that this guy was a crook, that this guy was mobbed up to the Bananos in Old Howard Beach and the Gambinos in New Howard Beach, the area he represented as a city council person. He represented the Irish Riviera, Broad Channel, Howard Beach, Ozone Park. I said, this guy is a degenerate gambler. You want to find Eric Oldridge? You won't find him at his city council office. You'll find him at the Racino in Aqueduct, losing money hand over fist, a degenerate gambler. Meantime, he's going to Aldo's, which used to be uh, <laughs> the place where John Gotti Sr. would sit down with uh, D.A. Santucci and spend 12 hours there with that corrupt DEA who was all mobbed up himself, Santucci, so mobbed up he had to recuse himself from the Howard Beach investigation, and that's why they brought in the special prosecutor, Charlie Hines. I remember the Altadonna right there that became the Aldo. This guy would always be in there gambling his ass off. I told everyone at WABC, they said, oh, but Curtis, you're a Republican. Why would you do that to a fellow Republican? Because he was mobbed up. Nobody wanted to listen. And then when all of a sudden he was made, raising money hand over fist for Eric Adams from developers, from builders, I said, watch, there's a quid pro quo here. He raises a million dollars for Eric Adams to become the next mayor, and he's going to become the buildings commissioner, even though he couldn't even take a hammer with a nail and hit it into a two-by-four. And that's exactly what happened. And all the builders and developers knew that they had an easy pass right through the Department of Buildings, which has always been a corrupt agency. You know, you want something done, 
You give the inspector a lettuce or a scatole sandwich, right? Which is dead presidents in a nice uh, loaf of Italian bread. And so Eric Ulrich became the Department of Buildings Commissioner. What did Eric Adams say a day before? He said, well, you know, I like to give everybody a second chance. Second chance? Everybody knew this guy owed the mob. They had the hook into him. You basically gave the mob an opportunity to control the Department of Buildings. And then all of a sudden, it was Alvin Bragg's office. That's right, the Manhattan DA. That's why Eric Adams never names and shames Alvin Bragg to turn him loose DA of Manhattan because he knows with his investigatory powers, City Hall is right across the street from his office. Manhattan DA stopped Eric Ulrich outside of his house in the Rockways, took his phone, took him, had to sit down with him for two hours. He gave everything up. He's like a little Mama Luke, a little crybaby. And I would bet you now he's a confidential informer, wired up like a Christmas tree. Resigned today. And then Eric Adams said, we didn't know. We didn't know. Of course you knew. You took their money. Took a million dollars that he raised for you. Because that's all it was about. Show me the money. That's Eric Adams, the swagger man with no plans, mantra in city, city hall. Show me the money. Well, he showed you the money. You made him the commissioner of the Department of Buildings, which is a license to steal. And now he's shown you the door, Eric Adams. He's resigned. There will be others to follow. Let's see. Who's next? Oh, Phil Banks, your deputy mayor of public safety. Uh, he's the guy. He, he takes all the loot. And then your crooked chief of staff, Frank Caron, who's under four. Count them four investigations. I guess, is that a presumption? Uh, what is it you call that about crime, Eric Adams? You say, is that a, a perception of crime going on? Is, it, is this a perception of mine that you have a corrupt city hall administration? No, it's the real deal. Oh, you know this race has tightened up between Kathy Crime Wave Hokum. I call her Hokum because she's full of nonsense. And Congressman Lee Zeldin. And the reason you know that, the big guns who are coming out in support of Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb. Today, up at Barnard College, you got Hillary Rodham Clinton. You got Giggles, <laughs> the Vice President Harris, and Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb. All week, you're going to have Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb upstate to get out the Democratic vote with Bill Clinton, who is beloved by African-Americans. And they consider him the first African-American president. In addition, Barack Obama, who had no intention of campaigning in New York, it was considered a few months ago a slam dunk for Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb. She was leading in the polls by 20%. Now it's neck and neck. So you're going to have Barack Obama, top gun in the Democratic Party, working all the urban areas. He's going to be in New York City. He's going to be in Albany. It's going to be in Rochester. He's going to be in Buffalo trying to get out the black vote for Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb, who really hasn't really bonded with African-Americans or West Indians or Caribbeans. So the big guns are coming out. If you notice, the one person I haven't mentioned is Joe Biden, president of the United States, man. <laughs> Basically, Team Holcomb has said, keep him the hell out of New York State. We'll go the rest of the way to November 8th with the dynamic duo, Bill Clinton, Barack Obama, the first two African-American presidents in the United States. And meantime, 
Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb just stumbles and bumbles on every question about crime, which has become the number one issue. Months ago, when she was 20 points ahead, crime was the fifth issue of interest to those who were being polled. It went from being the fifth issue to the third issue to the second issue to now the first issue. It's crime and inflation. And that doesn't play to Kathy Crime Wave Hochul's uh, audience. So watch as both of these candidates sprint to the final line November 8th. You're going to see Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb surrounded by Democrat superstars because they know she's about to lose. Meantime, Congressman Lee Zeldin chugs along. And no matter what question you ask him, you can ask him about inflation. He'll talk about crime. You can ask him about abortion. He'll talk about crime. You can ask him about January 6th and democracy at risk. He'll talk about crime. The only words that are coming out of Congressman Lee Zeldin's mouth is crime, 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 crime. And if Lee Zeldin does persevere and become the next governor of the state of New York, he'll have one person and one person alone to thank for that. Not Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb but rather Eric Adams, the swagger man with no plan, because he was supposed to be the law and order mayor. Things now are worse in any one month of Eric Adams' 10-month administration than they were in the eight years of any one month of Comrade Bill de Blasio, the part-time mayor, the dope from Park Slope, which means every night, 5, 6, 7 o'clock news, first five issues of crime, 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 which plays right to Zeldin's strength. If he'd have done a halfway meds and meds and poco poco job with law and order, Kathy Holcomb would have been a slam dunk to become the next governor of the state of New York. So, Lee Zeldin, if you win, and I'm doing everything I can to get out to vote for Lee Zeldin on November 8th, know that the first call you should make is to Eric Adams, a swagger man with no plan, and say, thanks for being such a lousy mayor, Eric. Because of that, you guarantee that I'm now the governor of the state of New York. Click. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.